Hey, it's Radio Free Tobag, and I'm Prospector Audrey. <coughs> I'm the smoke monster. <laughs> oh, no, the smoke monster gonna come to jump my claim. <laughs> Better climb down into the hatch on yonder Prospector Ranch, partner. I'm the smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> what a crossover. The crossover everybody's been praying for. That's right. Isn't it cool that we're just hotboxing the entire Midwest with like oak wood? <laughs> it's cool. And leaves. It's cool. Gives it a nice, gives it oaky notes. God. Oh. I was talking on the bonus episode this week uh, that we, that I was struggling with the air quality. And yeah. it's what, two or three days later and it's only gotten worse? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, pardon my. Part of my uh, coughing today, I have an air filter set up right next to me. I have been moving it into whatever room that I am in. All of the windows are closed. It was 90 degrees earlier. I'm fucking dying. Yeah. A lot of people are. And uh, the people responsible have names and addresses. And yet there is nothing to be done. Well, there's some things to be done, but that's all we're going to say. Right. That there's exactly. names and addresses. And there's mm-hmm. some things that could be done. <laughs> it's dry, folks, this week. Yep. For the first time in 2023, maybe, on a main Sounds episode, right. um, we had April from Girl God scheduled. Shouts out. She's awesome, but had car trouble and, we, and show conflicts. And so she's coming back on. It'll be next month. Um, but... It's not really dry folk because I'm I'm drenched in sweat for all the humidity reasons I was talking about. You're wearing your tank top. I got a crop top mm-hmm. going. Uh, and the inside it's of my hot lungs. Girl summer in this bitch. It is literally hot girl summer. It's extremely hot girl, <laughs> sweltering girl summer. Heat stroke girl summer, 2023. <laughs> I heard that this is going to keep happening with the smoke, too. Yep. That this is going to mm-hmm. happen repeatedly this summer. This is, so, Well, and probably for all summers to come. Awesome. Isn't that great? Um, I'm dreaming up a kind of sleigh queen outfit where I have a full face respirator. Okay. And a, and a Borat mankini bathing suit. Yes. And I think that could, well, we were talking before this, you know, we're sick of normie jobs. We're sick. We want to be media assholes. Truly. In the house of decline parlance. And we're thinking we got to have a viral moment to get this Patreon bumping. You, the listener, could also bump it right now. Patreon.com slash RFTB bonus episode. Sure. But if we had a viral moment, like what if get this like this wildfires get worse the camera crews are in downtown chicago they're like you can't see the tops of the skyscrapers but right there at the base of the sears tower it's me in a full face mask and a in a borat bathing suit mm-hmm. sucking my own cock <laughs> do you think and i have a radio free tote bag sticker just plastered onto the front of the glass so i can't even see anything Don't ask how the penis gets in there. We're going to have to shop <laughs> that part out. How do you, yeah, how do you, I guess it would be like, it would be like a scuba mask almost in that it just covers your nose and you just breathe through your nose while your mouth is still available to. Oh, 
I feel like Kickstarter there. Yeah. Well, K- uh, YKS at one point covered like early in the pandemic. <laughs> somebody made like masks and it had like a port that you could stick a straw through to drink your beverage. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for a cock. But How yeah, like a, a cock straw slot. Got it. It's got like an airlock that you can. <laughs> you can gorp yourself real hard. I have been enchanted. Kind of we said this on the Patreon. It's a bit pot on pod to talk about your own Patreon. But on the Patreon, you referred to receiving head as getting glorked on the pod. And I cannot stop thinking about it. It's very fucking funny to me. Local Chicago resident self glorks at the base of the Sears Tower in the wildfire smoke. They seem to have some kind of portal on their full face respirator, and they're not only doing a self suck, but have also developed the technology to do so safely in an unhealthy atmosphere. More at five. <laughs> and then it pans to me again. <laughs> Can I can can I pivot to another fun news item? Something that was uh, discussed on our recent Western Kabuki uh, appearance. Uh, you yes. had to dip out before this particular portion on the Patreon, but I wanted to run this by you to see if you could uh, glean anything from this. Hit me. Fallout Boy did a new version of We Didn't Start the Fire. Awful. Have you heard it? No. Okay. Should I listen to it? Or you want to describe it? I'm going to describe at least one part of it. Okay. It Well, first of all, it contains the line, world trade, second plane, what else do I have to say? <laughs> it says. <laughs> but what I really wanted to get to is it has, it, it mentions exactly one, one video game franchise. Uh-huh. In the 19, it covers from 1985 to present. Okay. What video game franchise is mentioned in the Fallout Boy version of We Didn't Start the Fire? Uh, okay. You can get a hint if you need a hint. Let's see. I'm like, what? I'm trying to think like longevity and sure. like franchises that go beyond video games into just like cultural mainstay. I feel okay. like if they're referencing I like where your it, heads I, feel, I feel like Pokemon. Okay not pokemon okay shit would you like to know what it is let me do one and more guess let me okay. do one more guess call of duty it is not call of duty <laughs> all right what is it it's metroid what <laughs> would you like to know why let's hear it because that rhymes with george floyd are you fucking kidding me Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. My issue uh, with this is it sort of it like flattens everything. It makes it, you can be like Metroid, George Floyd, and it's all of equal weight and importance. And it's fucking crazy. Woo! You crazy like, for this one, Pete Went. <laughs> even beyond the just like insane callousness of in the same verse comparing video games with a, Sandy Hook, man. Columbine, George Floyd, and Metroid. That's the, oh my fucking That's God. That's the line. Oh my God. Okay, again, even in the context of putting a video game in there across from the murder of an innocent man by the police, 
that became of all a of the video games in cultural like a very important cultural moment right. and representative of insane police brutality and racism yeah. as a whole and you pick metroid mm-hmm. bizarre right do you feel like it's just because they needed something that rhymed with floyd like is, is there another game you could like There's, i don't know like a fucking android phone or like a star wars banjo kazooie they could end the line with banjo kazooie george floyd banjo kazooie no i'm not necessarily george floyd but i'm saying that like they could have oh, if you I needed see, a I video see. game franchise you could have you could have maybe done something you could have talked about they talk about the Cubs Mario. winning the super the, the the World Series twice. Or you Let's can go, talk hey, about Mario. You want best to talk about city in the world, importance. baby. <laughs> Let's go, Cubbies. <laughs> right next to the uh snuffing out of the life of a innocent man. God. Yeah. What a fucking time to be alive. Yeah. Good lord. Good shit. Good shit indeed. Wow, that fucking, I don't know, I saw some discourse about that, but I had not listened, and that is so much worse than I could have guessed. Yeah. I was like, what a fucking yeah. stupid, corny thing to remake, especially as that that fucking band. I said it on their show, I'll say it on ours, I do not trust Fall Out Boy to be the arbiters of what is ne- of what is important cultural touchstones no. for 40 years of, of Earth's history. No. Shinzo Abe. What is it? Shinzo Abe blown away. What else do I have to say? Something like that. I feel like you have to say more. I don't feel like that's one's like an everybody kind of knows and oh yeah. Like yeah, of <laughs> course that was Shinzo big. Abe. But I don't <laughs> pull the fucking average American on like who that guy was and why he was assassinated. I don't think <laughs> right. What do you mean, what else do you have to say? Pete Wentz, you piece of shit. <laughs> He's just a real fucking, uh, what are they, a Japanophile? Sure. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Japanophile. Yeah. Diddled the whole Sunrise Kingdom. <laughs> that wasn't very good. No. I am moving... Okay. I'm uh, fucking on top of all uh, of all of this other like weather and garbage and air stuff that we're talking about. I'm fucking moving this weekend. So I'm trying to get packed up and uh, I have to keep all the windows closed. And like, I didn't think moving could get particularly worse. Um, so that sucks. So please send me good energy for that. Pray dear for listeners. If pray for Mojo, I'm going to guilt you the same way I did with the breakup. You know what would, energize me and heal me through this What's strenuous that? next week more patrons <laughs> do you have any updates or should i read the should i do the ad read you get into the ad read baby let's the, fucking do top? it all right well, we're gonna fucking hammer out some questions then it's it's motherfucking it's <clears throat> <clears throat> it's dry folks <laughs> and so we can maybe we hit more of this fucking backlog we have still have okay, so much cool. fucking questions we haven't got to um all right but first a word from our sponsor hey it's me black lung dono 15 years of cigarettes didn't kill me but the fucking canada will with the (laughs) smoke descending across the nation uh, it's hard to get a gasp of clean air. I got to be by the air filter of all times, but 
You know, it's kind of like an air filter for your mind health. What's that? The radio free tote bag. Oh. And so imagine what's better than, say, like a little desktop air filter, which is the equivalent of one episode a week. Imagine a big fucking thing like this 300 <laughs> square feet air filter that's like two episodes. But it comes at a premium. You can't, you, you know, you got to pay for the protection. You got to get the premium, the good shit. You got to take Sounds care like we're of your extorting health. them. I love that. You got to invest in yourself and you got to make me not feel so bad. And you do that by going to patreon.com slash RFTB for a mere $5 a month. You get a bonus episode each week. You get access to 120, 30 in the backlog. I never can remember. About 130 in the backlog. We got guests. We got Reddit questions. We got special segments. Uh, and it's a hoot and a holler. And you can also get in our Discord. We got a lovely community of folks in there. You can... Uh, I had to prove to a friend the other night that uh, Five Nights at Freddy, like, porno is not only, like, a thing that exists, but, like, a common thing with a big fan base. Yeah, I posted that in there, and we got... Two of our beloved patrons regale us with evidence almost immediately. And that's just instantly. It's beautiful. But even quarantined because we're a thoughtful community and we're not putting that on the main thread. Imagine okay. that. We'll mail you stickers too. You can use them to seal up your windows from the increased wildfire smoke. <laughs> that's me, Black Long Dono, patreon.com slash RFTB. <laughs> <laughs> and I like die. <laughs> asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. It's the question box. It's the sure segment is. of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions in to us and we'll do our best to answer them. It's simple to do. You don't have to make an account. Uh, you just go on over to our social media at RFTBpod on Instagram or Twitter, or just look up at RFTB on Blue Sky if you're on there yet. Uh, we got links to the question box or our website, RFTB.me. You just click it. You don't have to make an account. There's a text box tippity tap that shit into there and we you know despite this being a, a comic program we do give you sincere advice and we're pretty good at it after five years i would say oh yeah who are we gonna help out first this week my wife has had a health development and now she farts a lot at home fuck yeah but gets mad at me when i laugh i can't help it they sound so funny <laughs> Last week, I snorted milk out of my nose and almost choked to death on my cereal, and she didn't speak to me until the afternoon. What can I do to stop having this reaction? I'm trying so hard to stop laughing, but that ass does not quit. Thanks, Alan. He asked, neither of us have made this a sex thing. Please don't say it's a sex thing. And it's I'm not a just... sex thing. I'm willing to acknowledge that it's not a sex thing. It's not a sex thing. It'll never stop being funny. And that's a problem. It sucks that like that's the case with fart and shit stuff that it is inherently funny because like uh -huh. not a funny a place to have medical problems. Really unpleasant place. Yeah. If you ever even just been had the pipes clogged up or like 
you know, any kind of IBS or all the things that mm-hmm. can go wrong, deeply unpleasant, something, you know, you have to use all of the time. And when stuff goes wrong, it's pretty miserable. And yet it's still really funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is no exception. Yeah. Farts are just funny. You will become inured to the fart. She will fart and it won't even register with you. You will come to a place where it just does not affect you in the same way. Watch the funniest movie of all time, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Watch that. Top tier. 35 times in a row, and he's going to do what he does in that film. I was trying to pull any quotes. I've watched it a million times when I was a kid, but I can't come up with anything. I've I've never seen it, but he climbs out of a rhino pussy. Is that That's in the second one. That's in the second one. He climbs yeah. into a rhino pussy in the first in one? In the first one and then comes out in the second one. The right. second one. Wouldn't that it. be a fucking cliffhanger? <laughs> will he, will he, he die or will he be reborn? <laughs> Half rhino. Will he have um, a horn when he comes out? Yeah, good questions. All good questions. You know, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're getting at, though. And it yeah, beca- would, it's the funniest know, thing in the fucking planet initially. Exactly. And, it- you, you, and now nobody fucking cares. He goes, he, he'll lean out the window and he'll go, assholes and mirror are closer than they appear. And then nothing. nothing you'll get nothing. Absolute stone faced silence. Yeah. That's just like how comedy goes generally. Right. Although there is my rule where if I make the same joke constantly for five years on a program, it does get funnier to me, but you're not making these farts. So I don't know if this is going to get funnier to you. I feel like it'll diminish. Is there a way to get her in on the joke somehow? Because obviously it's a medical issue, so it's not that funny to her. Is there some way? (laughs) So I imagine these are like fucking crank yankers. I imagine these are some fucking powerful, loud, sustained. Otherwise, they wouldn't be as funny if it was just. Yeah, these are some duck steppers. These are some duck steppers for sure. So what if what if she does it? She farts and then you go, do you hear that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello? Just pick, put your hand up to your mouth like a phone and go, hello? It's for you. <laughs> you could make your text sound a fart noise and then like you're sure. doing it too. Okay, honest advice here. Just have have a convo and be like, hey, I I, I know I'm this sorry. sucks. Yeah, I respect that like this is a medical thing and it fucking sucks and I'm here to support you. I'm not trying to minimize anything with this. Right. But farts are kind they're just kind of funny. And I will like try not to do this and I'll get more used to it as time goes on, but like I love you and I'm not I'm not trying to like make fun of you or or, or minimize right. the health stuff that you're having. But they're it, but farts are funny. But it's good that it I like it that it's happening because it fart laugh a lot. But fart is funny. But fart like, what if, I don't know what the severity of this is, but like, what if a side effect of cancer 
was that like a little guy popped out of your forehead and went like, whoa, and then sucked back in <laughs> like fucking uh, Kung Pao tongue style. Everyone would have to laugh at that. You would have to. I mean, I guess that particular example is kind of terrifying. The more I think about what would the little guy look like. But like, yeah, it, there's something <laughs> funny there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something inherently funny because it sounds like you've stepped on a duck and it comes what? out of your butt. Yeah, I have to cop to it. That's all. That's basically I lifted that from Louis C.K. He um he had a bit where he was talking about how it sounds like disgraced comedian Louis C.K. He had a bit where he said, um, it sounds like a trumpet. And it comes out of your butt that will never not be funny. I mean, can't, yeah, can't disagree with that can't, particular can't disagree part of Unfo the platform. Un unfortunate fella had some good yeah. material sometimes. That's yeah. that's kind of spot on, and it's just yeah, fucking butts in general, buttholes are. It's just, it's just it's funny. It's just funny. It's just funny. We like are we've got self awareness. We come out of what is it? Fucking five hundred million years of multicellular life. We have complex inner lives and cultural structures and a history with all kinds of experiences and and love and hate and war and famine and art and beauty. And every single day, a bunch of stinky brown stuff comes out of the <laughs> hole at the bottom of us because we're a fucking tube with limbs and it smells and it's poisonous and it makes goofy fucking noises, and we have to do that every fucking day. It doesn't matter. Your fucking parents could have been killed in a car accident, and you have to fucking take a shit that you day. You will shit that you day. You have to sit there and drop fucking gross logs. <laughs> There's so, It's just, it's absurd fucking comedy. It is. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I feel like it's almost, it's one of the things about the fucking human condition. It is weird to be the things that we are. Yeah. And that can be true and funny at the same time as like there's a lot of fucking horror and sad shit in the world. And I don't know. I feel like it's our approach on this show and my thing that brings me some solace in a life with a lot of trauma and difficulties in it is finding the things that fucking suck but are still funny at the at the same time. Yes. And I feel like that's Duality. that's what Yeah. We're holding we're holding two things at once. And so again, I think just just stress with her that none of this is to minimize. And if it's really fucking getting to her, like you will you will try your best not to make a scene of it Honey, and it'll get easier it, over yeah. time. We'll get there. But right now, today, you're gonna <laughs> rip ass. And I'm going to laugh. It is going to be fun. And it is, I guarantee you, honey, it is not at your expense. I am not laughing at you. I am laughing with you because it's just a funny thing that happens. Because it's a shared thing, too. When somebody farts, it's not like, hi, you fucking idiot. It's like, again, oh, this is this weird, stupid, goofy, nasty thing that everybody from the fucking president to, to me does. Yeah. What if you, when, when you fart? You make a fucking big thing of it. You do the you do the thing that I do, where you put your fist up in the air and everyone looks at you, and then you lift your leg as you fucking blast the fart. Yes, and yeah, right. You ever do a pull my finger? I never have pulled off a pull my finger. My hey, dad my would finger. fucking do that shit constantly growing up. Damn. It's pretty funny.
That was pretty funny. Even Can't when it was heinous, it was, I mean, it's still pretty funny. Still pretty funny. Uh, you know, just like announce yours or like emphasize yours more than you do and see if maybe she can get in on the game. Yeah. Another way to go about this. Because it's in the privacy of your own home. You're talking about it's like when you're at home, this is happening. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do feel how this could be a different thing if you were in like a public space or something. You right. don't want to draw you're attention at, to it. You're at your parents' funeral. From the like car we accident. just described. From the car accident. Yeah. And she rips ass and you fall over laughing. That's not the scenario. Yeah, that's, that's not that what's sucks. happening. You were eating your cereal. You were innocently eating your cereal. Yeah. And she assaulted you with her shit gas. Yeah. And it's, it's pr- funny because it sounds like a little trumpet. It's like it does. Burp. It does. And again, almost funnier in the absurdity of it that it's linked to something that is not funny and just very right. awful and a struggle to deal with. So I think just try to get that across and do your best to like not draw too much attention if that's what she needs. But try to try to talk this through and just reassure her. Oh, see, burps are funny too. Just un, what's the word? Unavoidable, unwanted expulsions of gas. That's just funny. Uh, There's one time an ex of mine got very angry at me for belching at a restaurant. Oh no! We were I had a beer and I finished the beer. And I fucking uh, and they like we were there with uh, my metamore as well. Shouts out partner's partner, and they both looked at me like I just shit on the table. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Like what? Did I do something?" And they were like, "You oh, just come belched. on, you just belched," and I'm like. Belch. Are we really? Are we honestly doing this right now? Are we You're honestly coming belch? after me? Yeah. Are you gas shaming me, mother? Are you gas shaming me for fuck's sake? Oh, that's a nightmare. I had a huge, I had a huge one walking around the other day where where a couple people on the sidewalk like turned and looked at me. It was so loud, and I got a kick out of that. It's good. Oh, them laughed too. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny when it goes from just, and again, it's the suddenness, when you're just from stone face like normal to <laughs> back to neutral face. It's very funny. All right. It's good. We have a staff. Farts and gas, TLDR, farts and gas are funny, but we're medical issues, not so much. And we hope you all have luck, like, you know, getting some treatment for that too and getting to a place of support and not feeling minimized. All right. And I remove my wife from the find and document thing. And I scroll. We have 15 pages of questions. That's far too many. I'm going to delete the my wife had a health development. Yeah, I'm doing highlighting them in dark red. But we probably should just go through and kill him. Wait, don't kill him yet because I use him to write the description. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. But but we'll just start doing like dark red. That's a little behind the pod for you. A little Uh, behind the kimono, yeah. I can also trim some of these later that we don't need to get to. Okay. Uh, 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 wait, there's three my wife questions in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is going on with all these wives? Borat wrote in a lot. Uh, wait, He's like, okay, my we, wife. <laughs> we did fuck my pussy. And I'm getting we did do fuck one. my pussy. 
I seem to recall that this one. This was a joke. He's we did silly. Guy. We did silly guy, right? Silly guy. Let's see. How much silly can I expose if I'm talking to somebody on a dating app? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How do I be myself? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Hey, Audrey, Dono, and esteemed guest. There Hello. is no guest. There is no guest. There's no guest. The There's guest no. Um, was the smoke monster and was washed away by the storm. I have rewritten this at least 15 times. I'm a pretty new listener. You can thank everyone's fave Hal Dottie. Shouts out, lovely dude. Had to fucking yeah. detached retina and had to get surgery. I saw, so we wish Wild him well. Shit. That fucking yeah, we wish sucks. you well, man. Uh, and I wanted to say I've never listened to a dating advice show before, but it's really refreshing to hear something that is not accusatory, genuinely sincere, and doesn't fall back on tropes and stereotypes. Let's fucking Thank go. You. That is a fantastic compliment. We really appreciate that. Uh, this one sucks, so I apologize. The last 18 months have been possibly the worst period of my entire life. My sister was diagnosed with a terminal illness, and in December, my relationship with my fiancé ended after 13 years. After several months of counseling, I realized that the relationship I was in was in a lot of ways very controlling, and that there is nothing I could have done to stop my sister getting cancer. I've struggled with anxiety and extremely debilitating panic attacks in the last six months. Thankfully, I have them mostly under control, but I am very aware of the effect they have had on me and how that has also affected my family. I do worry about keeping these or those emotions under control and the stress I am putting on them on top of my sister's illness on, on their family. Mm -hmm. I have always been a very steady person, especially emotionally. I'm an outlier in my family. They're very outwardly emotional and extremely sincere. Since my sister's diagnosis, that has not been the case. In an effort to move my life forward, I found a place in a new city, an hour away from my parents, and I'm making an effort to seek out new relationships, but I do feel very isolated as I have no friends here. I guess my question is, how do you placate that existential dread that stops you seeking out new connections? Dating apps feel extremely alien to me. I met my former fiancé when I was 19. I'm now 32. And my confidence in making new friends is very low. I guess like a lot of guys, I just feel very isolated and scared about how my life is going to pan out. At the top, we fucking believe in you. Yeah. I think we've both experienced some degree of this. And still at times do with existential dread and trying to navigate very fucking difficult hardships. While like functioning and you know keeping a social circle going, and keeping a level really head, yeah, not the easiest shit when you're no. really going through it. You know, staying level while you're facing difficult things is not easy. So at at the top, we we believe in you, and also, uh, if you're beating yourself up at all, if you're doing any. I'm fucking I should be keeping it together I have to for my family any of that kind of stuff like unhelpful yeah let let go of that be kinder to yourself there because you you fucking said it you've been through a brutal 18 months that sucks so fucking hard that's so much turmoil you were in a relationship with somebody for 13 years that's like that alone that's such a dramatic like rug pull on your support system and like your identity and your fucking day-to-day like, -day functioning like losing a limb for for real 
Like, especially at that at that duration, I can't. Yeah. I've, I, I, the longest relationship I've been in is three years. I cannot Five fucking for me. imagine. And, yeah, thirteen. That is brutal. Um, and moving to a new place is tough. And dealing with an illness with somebody you love is extremely tough. And like all of that together, combined with just the state of the fucking world, that is so much. And it is completely understandable to not feel like you can be like the rock for people to rely on or keep a, a level head or, you know, whatever you feel like you're supposed to be doing. So give yourself permission to like not be put together in this state. It'll make it easier to work on getting to that point you want to get to. But it's one of the paradoxical things I think we talk about a good amount. I certainly do with like anxiety stuff where the more you try to white knuckle, I have no, I have to be this. I'm not failing at this. I have to be this thing. It makes it so much fucking harder to be that thing because it is so much pressure to put on yourself on top of all of the external pressures that you're dealing with. Uh, so that's like my, my first thing here. Just you are allowed to feel all of this shit and feel that isolation and, and feel anxiety coming up because it's, it's an extremely normal and human reaction to everything that you're going through. You are also allowed to isolate to whatever degree that you feel like you need to. Like, obviously, we are social creatures and we benefit from social interaction. But if you're in a place where you are feeling held back by, as you describe it, existential dread at the idea of trying to uh, form social connections, uh, give yourself some time. You know, hole up and do some solo projects. Do a little stuff indoors. Get into some fucking games. You can even, maybe you even reach out. You meet some people playing video games. Reconnect with some old friends. Maybe doing that. You know, it's how it's how the show got started. Actually, as a matter of fact, so that I don't is know. that's a that's a good way to like kind of lightly get back into to what's like dip your toe back into social connections where you're yeah. still. I don't know. I've I've gone through stretches of extreme social anxiety where it was very overwhelming and like energy taxing to like go out and be around a lot of people and try to meet people and being able to just, you're just relaxing at home, but you can chat with friends. Like I would, you know, you just stuff comes up. You talk about heavy things sometimes and you've got these people in your life and it's less, it's a good way to like ease back into it. Now, if you want to jump into it and you want to meet some people, then you have to do things now, this is, this is crazy. This could sound nuts. You have to do things that are outside of your home. Yeah. You any Anything it is. It could be uh, going to bars. That's a very common one. Go out to bars, have a drink or two, chat with some people, maybe, you know. Yeah, fucking uh, happy hour with coworkers. That's the thing. You know, you have a job. Maybe invite some people. Out. Hey, what are you doing after? You want to go tie one on? That's an option. Uh, get involved in a class. Get involved in a social club of some kind. Go to the fucking YMCA. Find some people playing ping pong. Be like, yo, let me get a game. You know, just it has the, the requirements Something. for get jumping back in or it has to be outside of your home and other people have to be involved in the doing of it. And there's lots That's of it. avenues to that. Yes. And I think just kind of consider those and find the thing that seems the most appealing to you with the kind of people you want to be around that isn't going to be too overwhelming to to begin with. Sure. Um, 
I'm I'm give, I, you have, I have given you the, you have my, I have anointed you with the oil of uh, nerdly self-isolation. You can absolutely just stay inside if you have to. Um, or, you know, it, when you're ready, you can just, it's, the only requirements are that it has to be outside of your house and other people have to be involved in the doing of it. That gives you so many fucking options. Yeah. Um, I like, I've talked about this a bit on the show and we were recording the show when it happened it, right before the pandemic, like end of 2019 in Portland, I was at the most depressed and socially anxious I have ever fucking been. I was not leaving the house. I would like go see people maybe once or twice a month and I was just spiraling and yeah. so, you know, uh, allow yourself to isolate to the degree that's necessary. But at the same time, you can get to a place with that where, like, it feels like that's the only thing you can do. It feels like, uh, you know, God, it's going to be so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have anxiety. I'm going to be weird around people, whatever you start getting in your head. And it feels like it's like, well, if that all feels bad, then I just need to stay inside. And so you got to hit this balance of like, allowing yourself to do that not trying to force yourself to like get out there and fucking jump in the deep end because again you're dealing with so much shit right now but you kind of got to find and this is why we're like hey find the activity or the place that seems like appealing to you and seems like something you can do right now because it is going to like feel weird and alien and uncomfortable at first it's hard to like just act normal when you have a bunch of traumatic heavy shit weighing on you um but pushing yourself to like a healthy degree of just, I'm going to try to sit with the stress of, of going out. And if it's too much, I can leave. But like, I'm going to baby step. I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to go to the fucking bar for an hour and try to talk to one person. I'm going to join a class. Maybe it's just an online class to begin with. Talk to sure. people that way. Um, but ease yourself back into it. And I was talking about this on Western Kabuki. I, I think of the concept of momentum with my kind of energy and, and, and well-being in avoidance of depression. You can't just like launch yourself back to, oh, we're doing stuff all the time. I'm fucking everything's great. But you just do those little steps and get more comfortable. Yep. And that at the same time is going to relieve some of the negative parts of isolation. And eventually you'll get back to there. But so it's that balance of push yourself to a healthy degree, while not like overdoing that and beating yourself up for not doing right. enough and all of that kind of shit. You are an emotional katamari. You have to <laughs> you have to roll up the yes. paper clips and then the push pins, and then eventually you're pushing over the cup with the pens in it. And then you go, oh, you got all the pens, yeah, and you're you on did. a roll. You fucking got it. And then before you know it, you're a orb the size of a galaxy rolling through the universe, collecting up. <laughs> Um, I lost the plot, but Planets you can get and there shit. and you can, you can do, you can do it. And we have absolute confidence in you. And it's just a matter of taking little small steps and building that momentum towards becoming who you want to become. And you know, you know what? Existentialism, you don't have to figure out what the fuck you want to be at all. Like you just be and figure it out as you go. Yeah. Get, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have like a goal, an end point in mind. Yeah. You just like set little, set yourself some goals, accomplish those goals and build them out into being a complete person. I wanted to say too, 
like in the place I was describing in, in Portland and at a couple other points in my life, but particularly then for this example, it genuinely felt like the world was over. I, I yep. could not fathom getting back out with people. It genuinely felt impossible. And it's, it can be really trite when, you know, even advice that we're giving, it can seem like, well, other normal people could deal with this, but something's wrong with me and I'm, I can't do that. I'm never going to be able to do that. And that is how I felt. And it took some fucking time to process all of that and to get there. But I've worked through that and I'm in like the best place I've ever been in terms of social anxiety and confidence and stuff. And I genuinely felt like I had lost that ability forever. So just like fucking personal vouching for this, you it, it, even if it feels absolutely impossible, you yep. can fucking get there. And you'll see that, but just prove it to yourself in little ways at a time and start remembering those and holding on to those ways. And you, a catamari of, uh, of, of good feelings and of like positive self-talk, basically. Just little moments mm -hmm. where you prove to yourself, I couldn't fucking get out of bed a week ago. And this week, I got up and sat at my desk for, for 10 minutes even. It's, far, it's, yeah. better than, it's better than nothing. Give yourself credit for whatever little wins you're getting because this is super super hardship absolutely i uh i don't know i always get i get like pumped up about this stuff because i, I up, yeah. fucking i had a couple people at least and i mean you were one of those people supporting me in that time but like fuck i wish i could go back and just be like come on <laughs> you fucking got this <laughs> don't yeah oh you're spending so much time beating yourself up what do you you don't fucking deserve that you depression, fucking got this Depression and anxiety are both about internal perception of your situation and worth and position, right? And if you perceive yourself to be uh, unable to do something, it renders you unable to do something, right? Right. To a large degree. And so you're, it's not the easiest thing in the world to shift that self-perception, but you can take little steps that will move you towards a shift in that self-perception and you will accomplish little things at a time and you will start to build on those accomplishments and then create a sort of an internal persona that allows you to believe yourself capable of these things. Exactly. And your fucking depression mind or negative self-talk is going to be like, Oh, you only fucking got up for five minutes today or whatever. But it's that's why I'm like trying to fucking hammer. Give yourself credit for yeah. fucking every tiny little victory that you get. Unfamiliar with that. I've never done that once in my life. <laughs> I don't know how I've gotten to where I am. And, uh, you know, I was I I had an appointment with my uh, uh, the RN who manages my medications yesterday. And she says to me, uh, what would you rate your uh, anxiety at? And I thought about it. I was like, three. Damn. And she goes, okay, okay. How about your depression? I'm like, zero. Hell yeah. She's like, all right. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> We're you doing gotta, great. I mean, it just it takes active practice of give yourself credit for that. But like hard shit's going on. But if you can even be in that place for even a fucking day, that's that's big time progress. Yeah. Make moves. We believe in you. My last thing to tack on, this has been my recent thing to work on, but find artistic outlets and put these heavy feelings into those or journal or something. Just get them out in some way. Or if you can't get around a group of people who have been through similar 
or you can work on stuff with, or you can talk openly and be understood about this stuff. That's all going to go a long way. Just don't hold all of this stuff in as best you can find good, healthy outlets to just get, get the fucking heavy feelings out. It, it join has helped the a lot. Radio, join the Radio Free Tote Bag Patreon and share your feelings in the sensitive feelings-based post Yes. We gotta, we gotta we'll hype you we, up. We fucking will. I love that channel. And we utilize that channel too. It's, we it's, do. That has helped me out on some fucking rough days. Fucking fantastic group of people. Okay. Whoo. What's next? What else we got? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, hey, RFTB and guest. No nope. question mark. Nope. No guest. Nope. I'm a trans gal. And over the course of my transition, I figured out that I have an attraction to cis dudes. I would like to meet a guy for a hookup. Is grinder a good option? Question mark. Any tips on finding someone who doesn't suck? Thanks. Love the show. Not was- grinder. <laughs> well, that answers that. You will find someone who will suck you off because they they will fetishize your wiener. They will be like, let me see that gridlock. And you'll be like that. I don't really dig on it. I had, there was one guy I hooked up with from grinder or it wasn't even grinder it was field. And I was like, Hey, I I'm feeling a lot of like bottom dysphoria lately. I have never enjoyed getting head from a guy. I really don't want to do that. Can we just skip that part? And like, I go down on you and then you get the fuck out of my house. Do you want to do that? And he's like, yeah, 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 we can do that. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm blowing him and he's like, let me suck that dick. And I'm like, dog, oh my God. dog, we <laughs> fucking a, talked about this. The one thing. The one thing I, I specifically said ahead of time uh, that I didn't want to do that. And you're just going to come at me like you want to fuck. Oh, my God. I so that. I let him do it. And I was like, great. Good job. Uh, good. So You've done much. it. I feel I feel bad now. Yeah. You've made me feel bad. Uh, so you're going to get a lot of that from from Grindr. Uh, you know, I feel like a lot of the apps you just kind of put yourself on there. Like if you really want to meet someone through an app for like hookups or whatever, you put yourself on there, you put your best foot forward, you figure out the qualities that you want to emphasize, you emphasize those qualities. And then you just have plenty of conversations. They just, they come through and you talk for a little while. And if anybody makes you feel uncomfortable, if anybody makes you feel like they're going to be a fucking creep, if anybody makes you feel, if anybody makes you feel anything less than excited to talk to them, yeah. block them and fucking move on. Fuck yeah. You got to vet That's people. It's my, my big app advice. That's the whole purpose of it. Like I find, especially if you're just trying to find someone to hook up with, you are trying to establish whether or not they want to kill you. Um, yeah, it's important to rule out. And then... If you have determined that probably not, then you can move on to uh, to the meeting for genital contact. Yeah, the the chatting is big. And also, I think just kind of trying to appreciate the excitement of that, of the, I don't know, the thing we talk about of going on on dates. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's going to suck. Maybe they're going to be fucking weird in, in the text, but it's a safe place to kind of explore that. Who knows what's going to happen? There's some excitement in that. And if they're mm-hmm. shitty, you can fucking block them and get out of there. But having the long convo is good because sometimes you just have really fucking good conversations with people. And sometimes right. it doesn't even fucking lead to anything. And it's still like, I don't know. I enjoyed talking to that person for a few days. They were mm-hmm. interesting. Um, right. I've 
I've been at a point coming out of this last relationship and I'm not going to say I, you know, I would never just one night stand to hook up with somebody and that those all suck. But I have realized that like to have really it all fulfilling beyond just kind of basic. I, I don't know. You get like a rare one night stand or hookup or something that all the chemistry is just there. But I guess even in those cases, I don't know. I have to talk to somebody for like a few hours. I have to have mm-hmm. some kind of fucking connection going with them as a person uh, because that sense of like doing the super intimate, vulnerable stuff with somebody and being like, damn, I'm not into this person at all. It sucks. It's yes. so fucking discouraging and it can feel really gross. And it's just like, it can, it's a waste of time. Uh, so just being kind of patient and not being like, I need to hook up with somebody. But like I, I need to find somebody cool to hook up with, and it doesn't have That's to be good. you jump into a relationship or you're fucking tight forever. But just making some kind of connection where you enjoy spending time with the person and chatting with them, like that's my kind of criteria. And if I think they're hot and I'm able to do that for like a couple days, and we go out and like the back and forth is good and I'm comfortable with the person, you know, again, it could just be. A few fucking hours of talking total between texting and chatting with the person. You kind of you you know when you know, and also you know you're venting them for fucking safety concerns. Also, um, but do that, and when you're like shit, I like this person. I, usually for me, it's like oh, I would be friends with this person. I would I That's would like huge. spending time with this person. If they can do be bits better. with me, yeah. If someone is capable of doing bits and they don't just like because you've heard you've heard hundreds of hours of my sense of humor if you listen to this program uh if you can't hang with this then i'm not interested like if i can't say something stupid and you don't follow it up with something stupid also then i'm not in i don't want to you know i don't want you i don't want you to suck my wiener against my will yeah if you can't do bits (laughs) with me because having yeah if you can't do bits stay away from my bits you know what there I'm saying? you go <laughs> wow wow <laughs> um because that's going to be reflective to some degree of your sexual chemistry and of your communicable communication abilities during sex and like that's fucking essential for having even a remotely good time with somebody you got to know that like you can voice preferences and boundaries and shit that you're into generally or like excited about or whatever and they're gonna they're gonna fucking hear you and you can do the same and that means that there's gonna be a connection there that's gonna make it way more fulfilling and good than i just i have to fuck somebody sure if you just have to fuck somebody grinder's fine It's fine. If you're trying you will to get be nasty with it. If you're trying to get fucking low key, very dirty with it, uh, you can find somebody who will objectify you in a way that you can find tolerable. This is something that I've that I have found as as a trans femme on these apps that like someone someone will let you suck their wiener and then be pretty appreciative about it. Like, hey, thanks, and then you go sayonara and you never see him again you know later hosen later hosen dog see ya <laughs> uh or they'll want to talk to you about libertarianism for an hour and a half in their hotel Jesus. room while they while you have their cum in your hair and you're uh, like oh uh. just like big frowny face 
Womp, womp, womp. Oh. I'm thinking also outside of apps. Like, what about hitting up some queer spaces? You got any? Oh, you in yes. a place where you oh, can like, yes. go to, you got a fucking rave night or something with some rave cool night, gay LGBT bar, peoples. fucking, yeah. fucking uh, pride, which, you know, we just had our, our last little gasp of pride month. You got one here, more day. One. We got one more day. If they're doing anything on a fucking, what's tomorrow? If they're doing anything on a Friday for the last day of pride. Go fucking get out suck there! Suck and fuck. Suck and fuck. Suck and fuck. Suck and fuck McDonald's. McDonald's. Is that anything? Suck and fuck McDonald's. Come, we'll make you fat. <laughs> there we go. They will jizz on you. This. <laughs> suck and fuck McDonald's. Um. I want to write that as the title, but I think if we put swears, it like fucks up it your demonetize or okay. like yeah, it it's, it's not good for numbers. Takes, it's not good for SEO. Yeah, yeah we're trying to have our our viral moment. <laughs> I think suck and fuck McDonald's could be that viral moment, but the fucking. I mean, if suck a woman's dick was not the viral moment, I don't think Wesley Willis is gonna yeah. get this get us there. We gotta just keep throwing hamburgers at the wall till one sticks. <laughs> Corla will still sing suck a woman's dick to me. We'll be hanging out and she'll just be like, suck a woman's dick. <laughs> this is very good. Yeah. Um, you want to hey. do a Stabberino? Yeah, let's do a, let's do a Stabby. Stabby. I was like, hey, I'm going to highlight. I'm gonna, oh, you're fucking doing the highlight. Hell yeah. Hit that, Hell yeah. hit that dark red. Oh, we the best highlight color. Okay. I get the real dark red. Ooh, yeah, oh, oh. Uh, how are you two just so gosh darn cute god okay uh estrogen um, didn't hurt uh, having a good heart and good politics and a good okay. sense of humor yeah um in a fat ass Using humor as a deflective tool for three decades has really helped me get as cute as I am. Okay. Yeah. Using that, using humor as an unhealthy coping mechanism has gotten me to where I am today. Uh, and you too can do that <laughs> if you cute. just never take a single thing seriously in your personal life. Uh, let me be clear. Don't be clear. <laughs> Obfuscate. <laughs> That was just, the, I mean, that was the ultra stuff. Thank you for saying that. We appreciate you. We think you're yeah. cute for we saying do. that. We honestly do. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I'm opening oh. the fucking Patreon, baby. Here's another, here's another like tiny one. Yeah. Hi, RFTB. Hello. Hello. I want to get a tattoo, but I'm nervous about it looking bad. Any advice? Find someone who does art that you like. Not somebody who necessarily does like because like tattooing is its own fucking thing so you have to find yeah. somebody who does tattooing well you can find somebody who like tattoos and also does other art forms and you like the other art that they do you have to specifically like the kinds of tattoos that they do it's a yeah. whole different fucking thing i have one and it's a cover-up of an older one and i'm looking to get another one by the end of the summer, a big old fucking oh, yeah. Spinosaurus jaw fossil okay. illustration. I've been thinking about it 
since I moved to Chicago almost three years ago, I think it's time to do it. Um, I love it. I, I have, have one been... that I want to get. I will show it to you. Uh, let's fucking, we got to do that. That's going to be the fucking 2023 feral summer thing, baby. Let's right, get inked. Let, load the Deviant Arc page, please. Oh, are you going to get Come some uh, little bit of like Digimon cum inflation? Not cum inflation. It's Agumon in a hoodie. I mean, I think I know who you're talking about. I like that. Yeah. It's extremely good. You can kind of see it. There it is. Yeah. He's straight chilling. He's chilling the fuck out and he's disguised. <laughs> and this is a vector art image. So I could like scale. Size it up. Yeah. Scale that bitch and have, uh, and I like, like I wouldn't get somebody who does sailor tats specifically to do right. that piece. Right. You know what I mean? I would find somebody who does cartoon art. Tattoos. Shit in that style. The you advice, have to find people who work in the style that you want to have. Yeah. The the advice I'm getting from more tattooed friends as I've been trying to find a place here is like go on Instagram pages for tattoo artists, look at the work that they have. Most of them have it. They're posting all kinds of shit. And look and be like, oh, that style is similar to the what you're saying, similar to the the kind of thing I'm trying to do. Ooh, I like what they're doing with similar types of stuff. And then you message them and you'd be like, hey, I'm thinking of getting this. Uh, what do you, How do you think something you could, you could do? do? Yeah. What do you what are we what are we thinking? Uh, so there's that process. And also just don't don't cheap out. Check those nope. reviews. Do nope. not. <laughs> nope. Don't pay 50 bucks for a fucking big old arm on your arm. Search, uh, uh, fucking search, search reviews. Ask if you yeah. got any friends with tattoos. Also, just fucking ask them for some guidance. Big, because like anyone who has a lot of tattoos is going to have artists that they really appreciate, and they're yeah. going to want to buzz market those people. And they can vouch for. Yes. Vouch. Anthony and, Vouchy. And we can Anthony Vouchy that it's the end of the show. We sure can. Thank that was you. our viral moment, is Anthony Vouchy. Anthony Vouchy. <laughs> In 2023, hitting Anthony Vouchy. People are going, everybody's talking about Tony Fauci. <laughs> um, okay, well, normally it would be like, hey, oh, thanks for coming on. We have to, oh, because normally we like applaud for, yeah. let's applaud for us. We I did it. We're kicking ass despite the stress and the climate disaster. I have something to plug. What you got? It's data transfer. Uh, it's a trans feminine reading of the Digimon Adventures animated series. We got a new episode coming out this week. Fuck yeah. uh, so check out data transfer. Anyone you find your podcasts, uh, Coral and I would really appreciate you listening. Check it out. It's a fucking, you, you appreciate the humor on this show. You appreciate how depraved we get sometimes. What uh -huh. if it was more depraved? <laughs> what if it was more than I could fathom? Check it out. It's a very, very good time. Thank you. Um, Okay. And we also have to thank our dear patrons. You heard us talking. <laughs> you heard. God, it's just us. Why didn't I fucking like open this thing? How do I continue not <laughs> to open this at the end? You heard uh, Black Long Dono talk to you earlier about the Patreon. You get a bonus episode each week. You get so many episodes in the backlog. You're not even going to be able to count all of them. $5 a month discord access all that good stuff but for ten dollars a month you get all of that and we shout your name out in lights at the in end lights. of each main feed episode who are we shouting out first we begin as we do with brock 
We're following that up with Anthony Limber. Up next is our beloved Day One Barb. Shouts out. Followed up by our beloved Day One, my my own dad. Big ups to my homie Dylan, who is recovering extremely nicely Let's from surgery. Go. The the surgery scar, like it the the wound has it's like just fully healed up. There's not a hole anymore. It's good. Oh hell yeah. Nice. No more chistosy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would appreciate that. He would appreciate chistosy. Chistosy. We're shouting out Gigi. We're shouting out K friggin' money. We're shouting out Mall Criada. We're shouting out Mick Pro Latiri out. We're shouting out Mickey Flykick. We're shouting out Rico Suave. Yeah. We're shouting out Riley. We're going to shout out from episode 105 The Yellow Rose of Toteland, Ryan Rich Homie Click Clack. We're shouting out Spreadable Fruit. We're shouting out Super Deformed. Tweet, tweet. It's Tufted Titmouse. We're shouting them out. We're closing it out with our very good friend, Ren. Thank you so much for supporting us at the $10 a month level. You truly are the wind beneath our wings. Without you, we don't fly. Baby, we don't fly without you. Yeah, we have. We got wings. We couldn't fly without the wind. You're the wind beneath them. Beneath our wings. I'm going to go play Metroid. Nice. I'm going to go... Read about George Floyd. I don't know. That's not even that. I was trying to reference the fucking awful song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that just feels like trivializing that. What an insane What a fucking insane thing to do. Thanks, create. Pete Wentz. Thank you so much. I'm going to go pack, continue to pack this apartment. Send me good energy. It's a difficult time, but we're going to make it. Um, SoundCloud.com slash RFTB pod for the intro music. And uh, the Rat Curse by the Bellman Pines outro music. We love it. We love you. We love love, you know. We do. We really just appreciate all the love in the world. And we hope that you have a fantastic week. And we hope that we'll see you again very soon. We love Happy you. Pride. Oh, Happy I've Pride Month. It. Yeah. That's it. I got I put a sweat towel on my head. We love you. Thanks. Bye.